Welcome to the Funeral Fact Podcast. Our goal is to lift the veil of mystery from funeral customs and traditions for our listeners around the globe. I'm your host, Jeff Casper. Before we get started with today's program, I wanted to welcome our new listeners in the United States, 21 out of those 50 states, by the way, Canada, the United Kingdom, France, Germany, Sweden, Slovakia, the Netherlands, and Japan. We're so glad to have you with us. If you want to help us to continue to rise in the ratings, the best thing that you can do is subscribe in iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or the Google Play Music Store. You can subscribe with just a click on our website, funeralfact.com. And if you like us, please leave a review in iTunes or Google Play. By taking just a few extra minutes to leave your feedback, you'll help others find out about the Funeral Fact Podcast. Today, we're going to be exploring Shinto funeral customs and traditions. Many of our audience may not be familiar with Shinto. It's the way of the gods. It's the indigenous faith of the Japanese people and is as old as Japan itself. It remains Japan's major religion alongside Buddhism. Shinto does not uh, have a founder, nor does it have a sacred scripture like the sutras or the Bible. Propaganda and preaching are not common either because Shinto is deeply rooted in the Japanese people and traditions. Shinto gods are called kami. They are sacred spirits which take the form of things and concepts important to life, such as wind, rain, mountain, trees, rivers, and fertility. Humans become kami after they die and are revered by their families as ancestors. People are even enshrined at some shrines. In contrast to many monotheistic religions, there are no absolutes in Shinto. There is no absolute right and wrong. Nobody's perfect. Shinto is an optimistic faith as humans are thought to be fundamentally good and evil is believed to be caused by evil spirits. Consequently, the purpose of most Shinto rituals is to keep away evil spirits by purification, prayers, and offerings to the kami. Shinto shrines are places of worship and the homes of kami. Most shrines celebrate festivals regularly in order to show the kami the outside world. Shinto priests perform Shinto rituals and often live on the shrine grounds. Men or women can become priests and they are allowed to marry as well as have children. We are very fortunate today to have as our guest Reverend Lawrence Koichi Barish, who is a senior Shinto priest at the Tsubaki Grand Shrine of America. The shrine is located in Granite Falls, Washington. Um, welcome, Reverend Barish. Thank you for joining us today. Ah, good morning. Thank you. First of all, um, now you're, you're the uh, um, uh, senior Shinto priest at uh, the shrine. Um, can you give us a little bit of an idea of what, what brought you to the path uh, to being a, a Shinto priest today? Well, my personal history is that I have the rather longish involvement in, uh, in Aikido, uh, about 50 years now. And uh, Aikido has a kind of relationship to Shinto, kind of analogous to the relationship of of the Tai Chi Chuan and Tao. So one can do one can do Tai Chi without being interested in Tao, but if you're very it's it's possible that if you're 
very, very involved, you might become interested in the the kind of uh, the spiritual matrix that that uh, is manifested. Um, in, in any case, I was I had a long interest in Shinto, and uh, so some years ago. Uh, became quite interested in Shinto purification and meditation practices, and uh, and pursued that really, really quite a bit. And eventually, I became the was invited to become the Shinto priest and became the first uh, uh, American Shinto priest. Um, I I find it very interesting uh, the interrelationship between. Um, uh, Aikido as well as Shinto um, and their coexistence, but they, they seem to be uh, melded together. Would that be a, a good interpretation? Mm, I don't know. I, I, I think, again, uh, you know, in, in my opinion, Aikido manifests a kind of a, is a physical manifestation of Shinto cosmology and Shinto spirituality, but, uh, but, but, and I believe the Aikido founder was quite involved in Shinto. It was kind of a Shinto mystic and had a very very specific relationship with our parent shrine. Our, our parent shrine is a is a shrine called Tsubaki, Okamiyashiro Tsubaki Grand Shrine in Mie Prefecture, Japan. It's a 2020-year unbroken history. It's quite a fascinating and amazing, amazing spiritual center. In any case, the Aikido founder was quite involved there, but but I, I, the most most Aikido people have a very little connection, I think, to the to to Shinto. But uh, but for me, it was a, a matter of some some really uh, really big interest. Very good. Um, can you give us an idea of uh, what the Shinto um, philosophy is on death? Um, you know. Um, is there reincarnation, and and you know, does everyone become uh, kami if they are? Basic, uh, basic thinking, basic thinking in Shinto is a kind of uh, is a basically that we come from divine nature and we turn to divine nature. So in a way, it's somewhat analogous to kind of a latest quantum physics thinking that we, you know, I think lady recently in quantum physics, people are saying that there's some thinking that we emerge from field of consciousness and return to that field of consciousness, and and that's that's really quite analogous and uh, quite analogous to the basic thinking of Shinto. If if um, a, a, say a, a family member of a friend passes away and and they practiced uh, Shinto, um, where would their services or funeral uh, rites uh, be be held. They they would not be held at the shrine. Is that correct? Or yes, such thing is not done at the shrine. Uh, so basically, in such a case, if the 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 funeral itself, if there's if you know if there's if there's the there's a there's a whole variety of things that are kind of kind of many, many, many series of ceremonies that are involved in what's called the Soshiki or Shin Sosai funeral. And uh, the basic the basic purpose is to aid in this process of the Mitama returning to great nature. So basically basically the thinking is is that the 
the mitama of the soul is going to be returning to the kami realm. And the Shinto funeral really deals with very specifically aiding that process. And uh, again, there are a number of there are a number of possible rituals, and there's a variety of ways to approach it. But the funeral itself will take place if if there's uh, probably at a funeral home. Um, you know, sometimes sometimes we might go to we might go to a hospital or home where someone passes, and actually and actually do do what aid in the process of kind of transferring the mitama from the body. So basically, the thinking is is that, of course, many of your I suppose your listeners and you are involved in in. Uh, funeral services so you are around people who have recently deceased and you know it's it's not really a light switch it's not really on or off so when someone passes when someone passes they are gone they're not going to get up but they're still kind of there and uh so for instance uh, in in many in many cultures that are are kind of connected to the, the really the way things the way I believe things work, even in even in the U.S. before the Second War, it was it was it was natural for when someone passed. Ideally, they passed at home, and there was an overnight vigil. And the meaning of a wake, of course, was a party with the person with the body still there. The reason is is that the mitama has got to, you know is uh is having getting used to the idea of the you know no one can hear I could see everybody but nobody can hear me getting used to the idea before they move on getting used to the idea that uh, that they have passed um, so the even that's the meaning of awake that's the meaning of a, the vigil the the vigil is uh, I think common sitting with a body overnight is a kind of a very common and pretty much every culture and uh although I I know those things aren't practiced currently in the US but uh, that's that's a kind of uh the, such such practice of the vigil in in, in Chinto is called suicide the 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 vigil is, is such things are I think a manifestation of of how connected people were to real process uh in the past and uh and again, even again, even in the U.S., the idea of staying with the body and the uh, the body not being alone. So giving giving the person time to get used to the idea, the idea of awake being that you're sharing a drink with that person, and then then in the passage of time, there's there are ceremonies to really again help raise the vibration, raise the spiritual vibration of the mitama, and uh, facilitate its return to great nature. That process, that whole process in Shinto takes 50 days. In in Buddhism, which is of course, uh, of course, it's very true that Buddhist funerals in Japan are, are much more, much more common than Shinto funerals. But in, in Buddhism, the practice takes 49 days. And and also they have uh, similar practices of of helping that spirit move on. Um, yes, interestingly enough, I, uh, the. Shinto is, of course, the natural spirituality of Japan. It existed as long as there have been people sitting around a fire. So it's kind of it's a kind of really the basic of human spirituality. 
Buddhism, by contrast, is a religion that arrived at the shores of Japan about 1,500 years ago. They did coexist very nicely and really, really blended, blended so thoroughly that they were actually somewhat separated during the, during the modern period, separated by a series of edicts. But in any case, uh, the Shinto Shin, uh, Buddhist funeral practices, which I don't know much about because I'm Shinto priest, Shinto guy, mm-hmm. but uh, are based also on mitama shizume, which means soul pacification. That process of that process of really directly aiding the raising and vibration of the mitama, and uh, that actually comes from Shinto. That's the kind of basic of Shinto. Okay, no, that's uh, very interesting, and and I I do find it fascinating how the the two religions, uh, particularly in Japan, coexisted. Um, as you had mentioned quite nicely, and um, have continued to uh, go, although somewhat separately now, as you mentioned through those edicts. Um, We are up against a break, um, and uh, we'll continue our discussion in just a few moments. Listeners, don't go away. Uh, We'll be back in just a few moments. And don't forget to visit FuneralFact.com for information on this show, including how to contact our guest, uh, what's in store for upcoming episodes, and to give us your feedback and ideas for future shows. Senior Helpers provides essential information, in-home care, and support for seniors living with Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, dementia, and other disabling diseases. We spoke with renowned occupational therapist, Tipa Snow, about some of the myths surrounding Alzheimer's disease. Some of the myths about dementia and Alzheimer's is that people aren't trying and that maybe we should push them harder. There's a point at which the brain is dying, and so people are doing the best they can in that moment. What we could do is change how we go about it. Another myth is that it's all genetic. Not necessarily, lifestyle matters. How we live our life makes a difference. We also know that not everybody will get it. It's not something that for sure, as you age, you will develop. For more information on Senior Helpers, please visit us online at seniorhelpers.com. Senior Helpers is a member of the Alzheimer's Foundation of America. We are this close. We're this close. We are this close. Of our identity. To making history. This close to changing the world. We are this close. This close. This close to making sure no child suffers a crippling disease. Ever again. This close. We are this close to ending polio. To ending polio. All we need is you. Is you. This close. If we donate now, we may lose this chance forever. Help Rotary make history at endpolionow.org. Imagine if I told you that an earthquake was going to hit tomorrow right where you live. That it would be 6.5 in magnitude with aftershocks occurring twice 25 minutes apart. You'd no doubt talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true, I can't tell you an earthquake will happen tomorrow, but what if it does? Shouldn't you have a plan? Go to ready.gov slash communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait, communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Reverend Barish, who 
is a senior senior Shinto Shinto priest. I can't talk now; my voice has gone out. At the uh, Subaki Grand Shrine in Washington State, here in the United States. Um, when just before we went to the break, we had, had talked a little bit about the the funeral rituals, and what I was would like to chat about now is is um, because uh, I suspect that you'll you'll see some of our listeners will come and uh, visit your website and then conversely want to um, come up and, and uh, see your sh- your shrine, which by the way, from the photos looks absolutely gorgeous. Uh, just a really a, a great location and I, I got a, a, a just a beautiful sense of uh, the place it would be. First of all, how did, uh, or do you know how the location was picked for the shrine? Yes, actually, I built the shrine 25 years ago, and uh, the location, I always say, is kind of a Kamisama Fushigi, kind of a Kamisama divine guidance. About 27 years ago, I was in Japan at our parent shrine in Mie Prefecture, and uh, in those days, I used to get to spend a lot of time there. Now, now I, although I still visit a few times a year, but they're very short because I'm so busy here. But in any case, I was visiting uh, a shrine in Japan and practicing the Misogi Shuho, the water purification uh, before dawn and really icy time in the winter. And uh, I, I, on the day I was to return from my training in Japan, I did the Misogi uh, before dawn, the Misogi Shuho, the waterfall purification, uh, so very, very cold but beautiful time, and of, of course I was by myself at that at that time. And then later, a little bit later in the morning, there's something called the Chohai. The Chohai means Asahai morning morning worship, and during the Chohai or morning Oharai ceremony, purification ceremony, there's something called Otonashi no Chinkan. Otonashi no Chinkan is a moment of silent meditation. During that moment of silent meditation, I was able to hear the waterfall outside of the uh, gay high den, the outer public hall where I was. And I thought we should have a shrine in North America where we could hear the movement of water. And uh, and I hope such a thing would manifest. And I would call it Kanagara. And uh, then I returned to the United States and walked into a shrine I had at that time. And before I could put the luggage down, the phone rang, and it was this property being made available. And uh, I had no, I had no previous knowledge of the property. And uh, in any case, many people helped me, and I was able to uh, initially build this shrine in 1992. And then in 2001, we combined with Tsubaki uh, America, Tsubaki Okamiyashiro, and became and began to operate as Tsubaki Grand Shrine. So that's the that's the story is that kind of Kamisama's divine guidance. It wasn't manipulated by by myself or another person. That it, I mean, it's amazing how everything uh, fell right into place. And and luckily, you had just set down your luggage, so you were ready to take off. <laughs> uh, no, it was and, before and, I could set down the luggage. Oh, before okay. To, well, then yeah, it was really it was it was literally as I just walked in. It was kind of an interesting kind of an interesting occurrence. And then when I came to this site for the first time a few days later, the the sound of the river was exactly like the sound of the the sound of the water that I had heard, the waterfall that I had heard. That I, I just that amazes me, and and uh, uh, clearly shows how the universe does work 
work together to fulfill those uh, those dreams and and uh, uh, make things come together. Now, when you visit uh, a Shinto uh, a shrine, there's um, usually a, a some flowing water out in front uh, in a, a pool, and, and you need to wash your hands. Can you talk to me a little bit about the symbology yes, of that? Yes, I'm interested enough just speaking about misogi. So the what you're talking about is what's called the temizuya. So temizuya means literally you know, a hand water pavilion, and it's a place to rinse one's hands and mouth uh, before entering a place where kamisama is enshrined. And so there's a there's kind of a specific way of doing such things with a small ladle called a hishaku, and uh, usually usually sign, shrines will have a kind of some instruction on how to do it. But the meaning of doing it, rinsing hands and mouth, means to purify the outside and the inside before you come to a place where okamisama is enshrined. Okamisama, the the uh, we it's actually Shinto. We say is a not a religion; it's a natural spirituality. Kamisama is really difficult to define in English. It's not it's not God. It's something else. Um, basically, the thinking in Shinto is that nature itself is divine, and the spirit of great nature would be called Kamisama. But it's it's different than the idea of an absolute God of the Judeo-Christian tradition. I, I, when I, I went uh, uh, to my first shrine, in, and it actually it was in Japan, uh, and, and, you know, the, the, uh, my, my guide was giving me very specific, you know, this is how you do, and okay, we got it. And, yeah, and, you rinse your left hand, your right hand, yeah. and your left hand, and then you take a sip of water, and you rinse your mouth, and, and then expectorate, uh, not back into the, not back into the basin, but there'll be a place to rinse. And, exactly. Uh, then, you yeah. rinse the hand, <laughs> then you rinse the, the, the handle of the hishaku with the remaining water within the yeah, I, I had to chuckle when uh, she said, you know, and don't don't spit it back in. And well, of, no, yeah, of course I wouldn't. Of <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a Western, but I, I figured that, that one out. Yeah. the purpose. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Um, and now, as as um, uh, after the fifty, I didn't write it down. I think it was 50, you said it was fifty fifty four days. Is how long it takes. Uh, the fifty days, actually. Fifty, 50 days. days. Okay, so it's it's. So a basically, bit so during that during that during that fifty days, there are various ceremonies that take place, usually at what's called the, uh, I don't know, a shrine, an ancestral altar, is different than a kamidana, a place where kamisama are enshrined. One that's an, uh, an altar for the mitama for the. For ancestral altar is called a mitama ya, a house force. Mitama means soul, so it kind of means literally translate would be soul house, and the soul house uh, houses a mitama shiro, which is a memorial a memorial plaque, which would be analogous to the uh, reiji that's used or ihai that's used in Buddhism. Okay, and. Would it be customary for uh, someone who's deceased to be cremated? Is that part yes. of the customs? Okay. Yeah. Um, and then, um, would you inter their their ashes in in not the, in the not, a, not at the shrine? Not, not okay. At the shrine such so such things are not uh, not at shrine grounds. Okay, so they would be at, uh, for instance, at a house or uh, you know. 
in a perhaps usually, a, usually usually a family burial ground associated oh, okay. with a it's, uh, such places usually associated with the temple okay. temple um, and then uh is there anything else that that you know if someone had a a friend who who uh, practiced the Shinto religion would that they should know about is there is there something that they should do can they offer is there something they should offer to to help the family as as uh, they go through that process well people actually going the, the the practice of actually going to if you go to a funeral in japan usually one takes an one takes a monetary offering because the because the funeral expenses are, are rather high so so there's often a, a monetary offering that is made a small gift that is made um and then people actually take away some of the food that's offered during the depending on the nature of the the nature of the funeral the soshiki um maybe, maybe again soshiki shinto soshiki in the u.s is not so common but we so we we follow many of those traditions but uh Again, it's not not so common. More common was called it was called ireisai. Ireisai means a Shinto memorial, and that's certainly a lot more common than than soshiki than funeral service itself. So uh, the memorial again is a kind of uh, uh, there's a specific technology that's dealing with purifying everything past, present, and future, and uh, and and really dealing with the mitama. And what people can do, for instance, for for such a for a nice feeling, is they might choose a, a really special picture, one really special picture that they could consider a takaramono, a treasure item, and then. Uh, and then speak to or or you know speak to that picture and uh you know consider it a kind of a unofficial unofficial mitama ano mitama shiro unofficial kind of memorial plaque or a way that they could then communicate with the mitama um of course thinking in shinto is that the mitama uh, you know, is going to be around them, you know. So at the moment of people's death, of course, what do they think about? They're thinking about their family. They're thinking about their loved ones. And so it's, it's uh, they really are specifically uh, the, the days following their passing, it's natural to expect to have really quite vivid dreams where the mitama is communicating with you. Uh, you know, that's a kind of natural thing. Well, Listen, I can't believe it. We have actually run up against the clock. Uh, and once again, it's amazing how, how quickly uh, time does fly uh, with our time together. Um, I want to personally thank our guest, uh, Reverend Barish, who is the senior, senior Shinto priest at the Subaki Grand Shrine of America in Granite Falls, Washington, for taking time out of his busy day to help educate us today. Um, I encourage you to go to funeralfact.com. You can find the link right directly uh, uh, to the Shrine's website. Um, and I also want to thank you, our listeners from around the world, who continue to increase our ratings in the iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play Music stores. Don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. Get on over to funeralfact.com to find the links to our guest website 
as well as upcoming topics, episodes, and to give us your feedback. We'd really love to hear from our listeners. Until next time, this is Jeff Casper wishing you great days and good luck. Proceeding broadcast is copyright 2017 Casper Media.